So we're back to our book club after a after yes. a pause there. Um, picking up with the House of M story. And last time we started out with the the kind of first act of the story that's included with um, issues one through two really kind of sets everything up. And we, we got onto this because originally thinking about some of the um, source material for WandaVision. And mm-hmm. this is a story where the Scarlet Witch has um, stripped a gear, so to speak. Um, she has lost touch and her power is out of control. And she somehow has managed to change the world. And um, we get at the end of, of issue two, we, we have all of the known characters, everyone we're following, right? They wake up in the world and there are mutants everywhere. Clearly, most of the world is populated with uh, mutant, uh, regular homo sapiens are the minority. And we talked about mm-hmm. some of this new kind of cultural societal baseline that scene with um, Dr. Strange is now a psychologist and um, Hank Pym getting sort of um, talked into a, um, a an anthill by, no pun intended, um, Hank McCoy. And so, yeah, the, the humans and the mutants have reversed positions um, in society. Right. And so Somewhat. we get Logan, right, moving into issue three as a central character mm-hmm. um, for moving this story forward, because clearly Logan is one of the only people that knows something ain't right. This is all wrong. Yeah. And loves this. I love this scene where he, he basically just jumps over the edge of the, um, the, right. the airship. Um, he, it was really interesting. Is, and this is something, I guess the movies did such a good job with his character um, as much as any of them in that. I know what it means that when they're showing this here, Look at that. My mouse is in a totally different place. That's so yeah. weird. When they're showing on the uh, the panels to the, the top left there of him being, you know, in essence, that's, uh, I assume, right after they had injected his body with adamantium, the, uh, adamantium right. skeleton. Mm-hmm. And that is something that in the comics, he is, his memory is fragmented yep. of yes. his life and that he does not remember. And, um, I mean, I don't, I don't, should I jump forward? How does one usually do a book club? Cause this is really a big deal. Yeah. Meaning as far as what we're seeing here in these panels. Yeah. And what it means for the, the story of how Logan yeah. figures out right. that something's well, wrong. We're, that, we're at that point, right? So, you know, if, if you haven't read issues three and four, if you are actually fun along with this, you know, stop, pause the podcast, go read it. Um, because, I'm going to say something well, I mean, now. That's supposed to read the issues, right? Or well, the sure. Club. Um, <laughs> a major plot point here that you're going to very, very soon in the story that you become aware of is that one of the biggest reasons that Logan is so caught off guard and is just immediately aware that none of this is right is because part of what Scarlet Witch has done with changing the world is that she has essentially kind of granted everyone's wish in a way, all of the mutants rather 
all the people that she, she, she basically mm-hmm. gives everyone their heart's desire, right? What they always wanted, what they want to know. And for Logan, he doesn't remember a lot of his life. And it's one of the things that he's only right. Always wanted is to just, you know, let, let yeah. me understand all of the stuff that's happened to me. And we see this. Well, remember exactly. it. You know, let me actually right. remember. And so <laughs> we see glimpses of this before right there um, before he kind of jumps ship at the very end of, of the second um, issue. And then when we start out with issue three, we see these panels and these are some iconic moments for Wolverine from the comics. You see a very early memory of him where he's, his claws are still bone. And you see this um, yeah. very early issue way, way back in the comics, you know, where he's got this team up with Captain America. You see he has the memory of him being injected with the animadium and uh, where as a. Oh, I just realized those are all point of view. <clears throat> yeah. And that's like that ninja right at him. <laughs> and then, you know, they send him after the Hulk. That's a, an old one of one of the original debuts, I think, of, of Wolverine in the comics. And he's essentially a. a a Canadian a sort of special agent for the Canadian government and the Hulk's wandering around in the woods somewhere up in um, Ontario, right? And they send Logan after him. And so in other words, he's got these very clear memories. He sees the, uh, you know, the dark Phoenix episode there, right? Where Jean Grey's dying and he sees Mariko, right? The silver samurai's daughter, that whole thing. He sees Charles Xavier, um, has this and right? And the, the memories are very chronologically leading right up to what yeah. happened right before the change. You see, Professor X basically saying, "We got to go deal with Wanda," and so he's just basically able to c- clearly remember his entire life, which ironically, and yeah, his wish, yeah, is something he yeah, couldn't do, and that's the and thing that makes him say, "This, this is not right." Well, also because of the very end of his memories as well. Yes. So his wish actually thwarts Wanda. Yes. So um, that's the problem with wishes. And so, yeah, he's standing up here on the deck of this helicarrier talking to Mystique. Um, Raven basically saying, you know, he he's, I think, also coming to grips with the fact that he has kind of two sets of memories in a way. But he's, you know, the the false set of memories, this kind of synthetic memory, he's it's sort of slipping away. And he's just, yesterday, what did we do yesterday? Because yesterday I was with the X-Men and the Avengers. We were going to go confront Wanda and possibly murder her, right? So what happened yesterday? And she's all freaking out because she doesn't remember any of this. And uh-huh. There he goes. He's, he's yep. He he's just like, jumps, he just yeah, pieces out right over the side. Peace out. Um, and God, it's Let's see if I can. It's so that. painful, right? Uh, he falls, you know, several yeah. hundred feet, hits the side of a building. Um, but you know, he's Logan. Oh, he'll bounce right back. Um, and he looks over into the city and sees these sentinels flying around in the city and he sees all these, you know, yeah. advertisements, all the mutants flying around. So um, I love these little segue panels we get that it's supposed to be kind of like a, a people magazine or a. Um, oh, yes. Let's go back. Um, after he, he oh, wakes yeah, up he down. The, right. Um, and so he spends like four pages. That's falling. right. Yes, and now they're, they're telling us everyone what everyone's yeah. up to. 
Um, and you can actually go in and read some of these things. You know, there's the Hydra Splinter Group. Yeah, I almost went down that rabbit hole. If I did, I wouldn't have made it through issue three. I'd still be reading issue three. <clears throat> I read uh, they got look Janet Van Dyne is apparently a fashion. She al- designer she always was a fashion designer, but like oh. like most of these major characters, I like it better than the movie where she's the scientist. Yeah, well, um, you know, there's a lot of these characters in the comics who have had sort of aspiring careers or at least aspirations to do some of these other things, and periodically they they take a crack at having a professional life, but because they're Avengers or X Men or whatever, it just doesn't work out too well for them. Um, so, so after he, you know, actually literally sees stars and I didn't notice that before. Now I'm laughing so hard. No, I'm really not obviously about, but, but I was, um, he nabs motorcycling. He's off to solve the mystery. Wolverine ends up. I love that. Like in the the original X-Men movies, Xavier and Magneto or Magneto is always like, it's not about you, Wolverine. It's not, but it often is. (laughs) <laughs> right, he's the one that has to deal with it whether it's about him yeah. or not um, he's a catalyst um, yeah well because he's right. green and- so I, I don't want to get too deep into a panel by panel um, kind of blow by blow no. here it's essentially we see Logan traveling to some um, critical locales looking for people in yeah. power that he knows the might school, have some answers he goes to the school which is not the Xavier residence, somebody else is living there. Um, he, yeah. um, you know, has this little run in with some mutants picking on a, a human woman. Right. And he decides to intervene in that situation, which is kind of satisfying. Yeah. That reminded me of the movie Logan, except it wasn't yeah. a, I remember he, mm-hmm. he took on some people doing bad. And then he goes to Stark um, Tower, right? Clearly he's like, well, maybe Tony's got some answers here. Let me go find him. And uh, Tony doesn't live there. Uh, not in this reality. Um, no, no. And then we actually find out that. But I guess we should get to where he lands. I don't remember if they they spend because where he lands is what's really interesting. Well, he ends up having to run from them again, and then well, this um, is after he goes to Stark Tower, right? And he's looking for Tony yeah. Stark. Well, I mean, yeah, he should have known that was going to be right. a problem. <laughs> that was kind of a bad And move. so in this new and reality, then, we see a version of Logan who is some sort of captain of the guard for Magneto, right? Magnus has got his own sort of military and there's some sort of elite squad, um, apparently. And um, uh, clearly Logan is the captain of this squad. And who we see, we have Rogue, mm-hmm. we have Toad, Nightcrawler, Jessica Drew, interestingly, who is not a mutant. And then Raven, um, Mystique, is there. Um, I didn't see any reference in here. Like, why? You, you basically got a, a crack team of, you know, sort of commandos here. And they're all mutants, except for um, Jessica Drew, who was Spider-Woman in the comics. And oh. She, uh, well, that's almost like a mutation. Well, I mean, she was experimented on. Spider-Bitter. Not, not yeah. her origin is not at all the same as, as Peter Not Parker. Extra, no. um, she, it, she's a Hydra character. And what'll be interesting, maybe we'll eventually see a version of her pop into the MCU um, because she's yeah, um, maybe. someone, I don't think she was a mutant. I'm pretty sure her powers are the result of being experimented on, um, being enhanced um, and was kind of brainwashed for a while, was an agent of Hydra. And then she was a double agent and then she brought, got, came onto shield. Right. And then eventually became an Avenger. 
I digress. So they basically show up to to try to bring him in. Right, Logan's. Yeah, and he is nabbed by this uh, wizard-looking thing, which uh, cloak and dagger. We had is, that conversation uh, in an earlier episode. Yeah. Um, the characters, uh, cloak and dagger. This guy Tyrone, who um, they're mutants. Um, characters who, you know, earlier we actually used the term sort of C-list um, characters mm-hmm. have always been on the periphery of the mutant X-Men verse side of the street um cloak has this dark force ability some kind of i don't know if it's related to the dr strange dark dimension something like that but he can sort of teleport move through shadows and it's this kind of of yeah and so he's a teleporter um yeah and he drops him off with this group of non-mutants right luke cage i love this the way they draw luke cage yeah um it's you know earlier we were talking about the uh, netflix shows right that that whole the oh yeah i still hear that guy's voice when when i read this um, kind of the same way when i read the joker i hear mark hamill's voice he's got the hell's kitchen crew here the defenders crew the sort of extended cast which is luke cage danny rand matt murdoch um misty knight um wait matt oh no 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 no. matt he's not actually here is he um yeah, no, because the little girl that's later right. says she was looked, she came that's looking right. for Matt and found right. them. Um, and then randomly Hawkeye. And you've also, <laughs> Moon Knight, I think, is present here. I can't remember the character's uh, real name. Um, I'm curious if we're, we, we are eventually going to get a Moon Knight show on Disney Plus, if I'm not yep, mistaken. Oscar Isaac is Moon that's Knight. That's right. Oh, that'll be good. Oh, that'll which good. reminds me, make a note, we need to <clears> be talking about Dune that comes out this okay. year. So, and it's the first half of the novel, so it's going to be a lot. They anyway, they nab so yeah they so, nab Logan, bring him back to their sort of headquarters, um, and that's yeah. issue three, and the cliffhanger. Was this a uh, bi monthly or a monthly recall series? Do you remember? I don't remember. Um, well, they don't put damn dates on comic books anymore, which I found really annoying because I'll get piles of them um, when I get my new issues, and I'm trying to put them in order because even though they're different characters, there's still a chronology. Like they may mention something that happened in wonder woman, something that happened in justice league. And if you've reading wonder woman before justice league, then you're like, Oh, so oops. We we finally get to see a little scene, a little glimpse here of of um, of Magneto hanging out in his right. palace, looking like some sort of Caesar. Is what it reminded me of. I mean, yeah. he's got these they show his sandals there, like this big billowing red mm-hmm. robe. I'm just I just find it so weird the big muscular Magneto. I've right. always. I guess because I started on the mm-hmm. movies, I've always pictured Magneto as not needing more like the Flash, even though the Flash in the comics is also muscular. But you know, really, yeah. with his power set, muscles are completely That's irrelevant. Right. Being a big That's muscle right. man, it's the comics. And this guy has like a jaw that would make Bruce <laughs> Wayne and 
Clark Kent jealous yeah. here. He's a monster. Right. <laughs> um, but yes, you're right. It's a comic. We won't even comment on how they draw the ladies in this one. <laughs> and I'll be well. I'll be honest. There's not. I, I don't. I don't know what to make of this scene other than we have Magneto talking to his grandson who made a toy boat with his mind and the closing panels on that page, we see this kind of blank stare coming from Magneto. And I, I, the way that I interpret this anyway, could be completely wrong here. Um, he's, I think it's sort of heartwarming for him. Like, Oh, this is what I always wanted, but I get the sense that maybe Magneto, he knows. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking too. He knows this is not real or at least. Yeah. This was created. There's gotta be some significance to the way they drew him where you can't see his eyes in those last three panels. But his brow is, his brow is maybe knitted a little bit. Like he's, I don't know if there's a bead of sweat there. If it's if he's just kind of staring, thinking, "What have I done?" Right. Um, Something I try. I'm not going to lie. When I'm reading physical comics, I try to do this. <laughs> I try to. I would like put zoom. my hand on the page, like, "Oh, I can't, I can't zoom into this." And, and uh. well, yeah, that's that's interesting. That I didn't think too much of it. I figured uh, that I didn't look as deeply into that maybe as I should. I figured they were just showing us. Okay, he kind of runs the show, but yeah, it definitely looks like he doesn't seem too happy to have everything he wanted, Maybe. and that he sees through it, perhaps. Right. So now we're right back to where the story left off, and we see the scene of Logan in some sort of you know basement hideout or somewhere in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, I just want to ask uh, Hawkeye. There is like, do you not know him? Uh, apparently not or at least doesn't remember <laughs> maybe he's not as well known in this world as he is well that's the thing is everybody's world. had their memories futzed with and mm-hmm. and most of these people know and he all look pretty surprised when he gets yeah, back and it, com- up. it comes up in the conversation <laughs> they don't really know him and you know he has this mm-hmm. conversation with with luke in the in the coming pages of you know i i used to be an avenger what's an avenger Right. They, yeah. they don't remember. That reminded me of one division right. as well. What's an Avenger? Um, and so Hawkeye shoots the tracker out of his neck. Um, true to form. Everybody's just baffled that they brought him back to their headquarters. Cause like, what were you thinking? Right. We're going to have, because what's in, what's really cool about this group and what develops in this conversation on the coming pages is you have mm-hmm. essentially got the X-Men, this inversion of kind of the, the X-Men are sort of superheroed, right? Kind of, uh, you know, underground, um, secret mm-hmm. kind of fighting force here. They're all human. The regular superheroes. That's right. Now That's right. They're the human, <laughs> right? And they're kind of fighting for homo sapien rights. And they've got this kind of underground sort of freedom fighters. This force is sort of fighting against the man and, you know, what's interesting is this comes out in the conversation and Logan, essentially his response to that is, of course you are. I know you guys. <laughs> Naturally, if this is what's happened to the world, of course you guys are going to be the ones kind of doing this. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Logan, you know, he has his carotid artery severed by an arrow or something like that. And he just gets back up and everybody says, wait, what? Um and now, now we finally get to. Oh my god! It's so funny. They have this. 
they have this modern art style, but still it has the little surprise things yeah. on the uh, lower Blink. left panel. I know my mouse is like completely. Yeah, it reminds me of the little surprise, like reminds ooh. me of Metal Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> little guys with little lines above. Yes, Blink. Yeah, you knew you weren't doing your stealth yeah. right <clears throat> if that happened. Oh Lord, the Sentinels look very. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I think it's this like whole Roman like. Yeah. Um, Alternate future Roman Empire feel Definitely. to this. She has a boom. And so yeah, the yeah, Sentinels so show then, up and blow the roof off real quick. Um, Cloak teleports them all out of there. He goes to the one. It's interesting that the mutants chose to use Sentinels to keep everyone yes. in line. Well, that's the, uh, again, uh, Wanda gave everyone what they wanted. And um, I'd say most importantly, her father, who you know, secretly just wants all of the, everything to be inverted, right? He wants sentinels to fly around and hunt mm-hmm. humans, right? How do you like it, right? You don't like it much, do you? That kind yeah. of thing. But then again, <clears throat> if you don't remember the way it was, how is it that satisfying? Right. To just be an oppressor for no sure. reason. Um, he wanted to accomplish that in his reality. He wanted to turn the tables in his reality so he could remember what it was maybe. like. Maybe that's why he remembers. I don't know. Um, anyway, we finally get introduced to this character, this girl, who is apparently a mutant. And mm-hmm. um, I think maybe later on in the story, we get some glimpse into what it is she can do. We don't know if she's some sort of a healer, if she's like Logan. She's got some sort of psychic ability that we're going to see in, in some... Remember, right? Maybe. Or she remembers. Well, she she does at first, right? It's just her. But she's able to restore. And who knows? Maybe she has some sort of reality-altering power or something. And, mm-hmm. and here in a coming panel, we're going to see her interaction with Emma Frost, who is um, one of the most powerful psychics on the planet next to Charles Xavier. Um, she is one of the mo- more right. powerful telepaths, um, possibly second only to Professor X. But I'll hold that thought. We we see that she has the ability to awaken the correct memories, apparently, in people. And as it turns out, she you already mentioned this. She went looking for Matt Murdock because she lives in, I don't know, in the building next door, knows who he is in Hell's Kitchen. I don't well, know. I think she lived in Hell's, in Hell's Kitchen. Kitchen. So right. So, everyone. Right. Um, That's like Hell's Kitchen (laughs) Spider-Man. So she goes looking for Matt Murdock, can't find him. And then the next logical choice is, oh, look, it's Luke Cage, right? And she remembers the world as it was. And so she knows who these people are. And she tells Luke this whole story. And, of course, uh, apparently has not restored Luke's memories. Hasn't done that. Right. But... But I think it helped that if I remember correctly, without literally going panel yeah. through panel, I believe when Wolverine told the exact yes. same story, that's when Luke's that's like, exactly oh, right. Wow. And yeah. so when he hears the same thing coming out of Logan's mouth, he says, "Okay, clearly there's something going on here. Let's get to the bottom of it." Um, unfortunately for Clint Barton, um, Hawkeye um, was dead in the previous reality, killed by Wanda. Right. That's what's got Wolverine <clears throat> so messed up. And I do have to mention, I find that the dialogue there where she like <clears throat> completely 
shoots down Wolverine's idea. It's like, who are you, Layla? Like the song? No. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about, old man? <laughs> well. Yeah, that's a, so she's an interest. So she's, this is a new character. This isn't. Correct. Like some other version. Correct. So. But she was apparently a, a mutant in the other so if there are more mutants now, does that mean Wanda turned in this new reality? Did she create new entities or, and maybe this is explained later, or did she turn some humans into mutants? So there's more mutants yes. than humans. Many, many, many Both. humans are now mutants. They gained superpowers through this. Ah. And I don't want to say anything about this now. What's coming at the end of this story, this story is the precedent for a lot of the I don't want to say contemporary, but a lot of the story arcs in the X-Men canon over about the last 10 years have all been birthed from this event. Isn't this their crisis on in kind of sort of, but I'll like, it kind of was a bit of a reset to their universe moving forward. In a very negative way. The way that this story concludes and what happens. Crisis killed Supergirl. Um, it's, it's terrible, right? What, what happens at the end of this story? So, uh, we'll get to that. Um, so we're, yeah. we're still seeing Logan trying to break the news to everybody. And he has this interaction with Layla. And like you said, you know, like the song, no. Um, and at first Logan just thinks that she's a telepath, right? Can you hear what I'm thinking? What? No. Mm-hmm. What? Why would you ask me that? <laughs> right? Like he doesn't really understand. No one seems to understand what it is about her, that that she's able to do this. Um, Logan still has a lot of distrust from some of these characters, some of the Hell's Kitchen crew. And after having all of this conversation, we finally get this panel. Um, again, I, I don't want to use a page number. I'm on the Comixology or at the digital edition. For mm-hmm. me, it's page 87. But you finally get this realization from Logan who's basically walking through the the logic chain here and saying, you know, I woke up yesterday and I just remembered, you know, I, my mind has always been Swiss cheese. I've never been able to remember anything. And I woke up this morning and I could remember my entire life. And it's all, it's all that I ever wanted. And he just has this light bulb go off and said, clearly that's what's happened. You've had Wanda somehow. And he puts the pieces together. Finally, he says, okay, clearly what's happened. Magneto scooped up Wanda, took Charles, and basically created a telepathic connection with the entire planet. And then had Wanda just say, yeah, give everybody what say, they want. I didn't, I didn't catch that. She's using she's using mm-hmm. Xavier as kind of like an antenna. Kind of. But now Emma remembers everything, so they got some some right. brain on their side. And I'm assuming Gene is 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 not a thing. Correct. Gene Gray is still not dead. A, okay. And so yeah, they they show up at well, they go her. to Emma Frost's apartment again. Emma Frost being this um, mutant with a troubled past. She was originally a villain, then turned into a hero, became an X Man, um, and in this continuity, right, she's kind of the leader. Um, becomes the headmaster. It's very impressive how many clothes she's wearing. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Poor yeah. Emma Frost is a, is a victim of the X-Men <clears throat> of being often less clothing than skin. <laughs> well, it's a neat... But yeah, cool. It's a neat scene where she 
freezes everyone in the room telepathically and then is sort of reading everyone's mind comes across Logan. And it's like, wait, what, what the, what the hell is this? And then she starts reading into the girl who then forms this kind of telepathic connection with her. And then you see her eyes light up and just suddenly she remembers everything. Um, the hellfire club. Right. And again, you know, you've seen, if you've seen the movies, um, X-Men first class, um, you see the Sebastian Shaw character. Um, um, I can't remember her name from Mad Men. Yeah. Um, and then her, you know, she falls in love with Scott Summers, Cyclops. And then, you know, now she's remembering Charles and sees this vision. And I don't know if it's a telepathic connection. If she just subconsciously reaches out, she's looking telepathically for Charles, but she sees this scene. They're in a church. And he's surrounded by Yeah, they showed figures. it earlier. It was just like a random panel in the background of a few pages back. I'm not going to. And you've got this. Yeah, I think that's like, that must be where they are. Because I think that's what Spider-Man was seeing too. Maybe. When it yeah. was zooming in on his face and he saw that. And then by the time he could process it, he woke up in yeah. another well reality. Emma has now snapped out of it and remembers everything and is now... I think appreciates the fact that Logan has showed up at her apartment and he's like, okay, you got any beer? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and, yep, and now yep. she's obviously on a mission, right. To, to fix the world. Right. Um, yeah. So that's going to be great. I'm looking forward to the, I mean, just knock out the last four issues yeah. in, in one sitting. You never know. Um, and so, you know, what's coming here is there, pursue they, they're gonna they have to collect people that's the last thing i think logan says we're gonna need a lot more right than just us um so they're they're clearly gonna have to go around and try to collect <laughs> how many of you are there not enough. not enough so i think they're gonna try to to, to go around and gotta scoop get the team up. together yeah um and try to fix the memories of other heroes and try to get everybody back together um probably starting with mm -hmm. who is her husband in this reality cyclops um, anyhow, yep. so we're, we'll, next time we do book club, we'll, we'll probably finish this out. You think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then we can start looking into another yeah. one, which brings me to one final thing, which I found very interesting to go briefly back to my recent obsession with the justice league movie <clears throat> and that something very clever. And, um, if you watch the, uh, ultimate edition of BVS, and this is a random factoid and also something that they did. Superman's death occurs at some exact time. I want to say they said it was like two hours, 33 minutes and 50 something seconds, right? And if you go to the exact same time in the Zack Snyder Justice League, that is when he is resurrected. Oh. At the exact same hour, minute and second mark. Interesting. So... Check that out. There's uh, someone that has the exact time. You can look for it online. Um, All right. Let's talk about Dune next week. Let's put a pin in it, and let's let's talk about Dune. Okay. Let's talk about the cast. Let's look at the pictures, the trailer, and let's dive into some science fiction because we um, – and and then we'll finish up the big book club, yep. and uh, the first edition of the book club. So I think that would be fun. Um, in addition to the final episode of Winter Soldier and where that's oh, going. So yeah. we got a lot to talk about. I may split this into two episodes. Sure. What do you think? Why not? Cool. Okay. Sure. It, and I'll drop 
you know, drop it in pieces. Yeah. So yeah. Sounds great. Awesome. So um, until the next episode. See you later. See ya.